0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Feminine Not Feminist podcast. Today's episode is going to be a bit of an introductory episode. There's been a lot of changes, and there will continue to be changes. So this episode is going to basically inform you what's going on, um, the changes that I'm going to be making. And I also have someone I've been working with that I'm going to introduce you guys to. His name is Andy Schmidt, and he's going to explain a lot of what's going on. Um, so there's a lot of exciting things and I'm excited for you to hear about it. So Andy, um, welcome. Hey. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Um,
0: can you tell us first <laughs> who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, well... I am Andy Schmidt, that's who I am, and what I do, I guess that's it's that's yeah, I obviously helped write these questions, but it is it is hard for me to answer that sometimes. What I would say generally speaking is I podcast and like I've created podcasts, I've helped other people create their own podcasts, and what I'm working on right now is creating a kind of podcast network media company um which we'll probably talk about later on in this podcast, but um. I'm, yeah. So I'm, basically,
0: you. I mean, I didn't know who you were, but you reached out to me on Twitter.
1: Yeah. And
0: I normally don't really respond to. I don't really get mm-hmm. a lot of things by Twitter because I'm not super yeah. active on there. But I was like, oh, sure, and because um, mm-hmm. your wife follows my content, and yeah, that's yeah. they found out about me. So mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. Yes.
1: Yeah, so uh, that that's. That story is interesting because basically my wife and I got married last January. And um I've been in podcasting. I have a theology podcast with a with a pastor from my hometown of Madison, Wisconsin. And um I'm I'm always trying to like find people to have a, as guests and things like that. And so we did a podcast called What Does It Mean to Be a Man? And that one was really popular. And I was like, I want to do a podcast called What Does It Mean to Be a Woman? But I don't know who to have on that podcast, and so my wife Andrea was like, "Well, I know this girl on Instagram named Feminine Not Feminist. You should take a look at her stuff because most of the uh, most of the content, Christian social media content, isn't isn't usually really good." And so um, I took I looked at your stuff and I was like, "Yeah, this is pretty solid." So I just like reached out to you on Twitter some random night, and I was like, "Hey, you want to come on the podcast?" And I was just not expecting you to respond, and you were like. Yeah. Like reach out, like DM me and then we, and then we connected, but it was super, it was super random. Yeah. Super crazy.
0: Yeah. And now we're producing podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, Mm -hmm. so let's, so yes, I think if you saw my logo on Mm -hmm. Instagram, you may have noticed in the upper left-hand corner, um, Mm -hmm. there's a logo, which someone was like, is that an eye? And I was like, Oh no, I'm going to get the Illuminati people. Yeah. Um,
1: but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's fine. Anyway, mm-hmm. that there's a logo up there. It says Optive yeah. Network. Um, mm-hmm. and so can you explain what is Optive? Yeah. Where do I yeah. fit into this? Why is there that logo?
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, to explain what Optive Network is, I'm going to go back probably three and a half years. Um, there, it I'm going to make a long story short, but I think it'll be interesting for people to hear. Um, but basically, so I'm 23 right now. And I had basically about whatever, four or five years ago, graduated from high school, kind of started working, didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. And I... Um, Joined a college campus ministry called Crew. I'm sure a lot of people know about Crew. Um, and through a series of events, I basically informally got kicked out of Crew, which is a whole different sto- story. But one of the things that I w- experienced through that experience, I realized that like a lot of young Christians, including myself, have really good theological questions, but it doesn't feel like there's oftentimes very good answers, especially at the on the, at the college level. Like a lot of the college ministries and things like that are are more focused on outreach and sometimes are more nominal and surface level and so i was like there's got to be a way to create some sort of um library obviously there is a real library like there's books about every theological topic but something that people can that's more accessible to younger people because not a lot of younger people are reading super theological books and so um at that point i was super into podcasting and so i was like well maybe i can start my own podcast so i Talked to my pastor um, at my church, who's a really, really smart guy, um, and who was discipling me and mentoring me at the time. And I was like, "Hey, do you just do you want to create a podcast where I just ask you questions and?" we talk about different theological and cultural topics from a Christian perspective. And, um, he was like, yeah. And so we started the p- podcast and it was called three for three podcast. Cause it was me. It was another guy named John Segatowski. And it was our head pastor named Nick Gibson. And we all sat down three different generations talking about different theological topics. And so it was called the three for three podcast, which is a, a terrible name. Um, <laughs> but we just had to think of a name and then start the podcast. And so, we, we ended up changing the name to Optive Podcast because Optive, I basically wanted to find a name that when you s- searched it in the search bar, you it would come up right away. So when you typed in three for three, like a bunch of random stuff would come up and you had to scroll really far down to find our podcast. And so I was like, we got to kind of make up a, a word. And so I was thinking a lot about like optical and perspective. And then my friend John was like, let's just push those two together and make it. Optive. So we called it Optive, O-P-T-I-V, Optical Perspective. And the whole thing was like looking at things from different perspectives, looking at things from uh, theological, different theological perspectives and things like that. And so that's kind of how that name got started. And so we just made these podcasts once a week, Um, really no marketing at all. And they spread uh, by word of mouth uh, throughout our area in Madison, Wisconsin, um, and a lot of young people were listening to the podcast within a year, within two years, and we had we had done a bunch of different types of um, content. So we had taught we we did podcasts about like dating, we did podcasts about can you lose your salvation, we did podcasts about like what is hell. I just tried to ask any question that I could possibly ask and and put content out there. Um, and kind of take the role of like, hey, I'm the young person seeking out wisdom from these older people. Um, and and it's and the podcast has we have I think 81 episodes now. We try to release one every single week. It's great; people really like it. You you've been on obviously, and um, so that's how the name Optive started. And then over the last three years, I've been I kind of was like, okay, I, I feel like I'm really good at at this podcast thing, so I'm going to just like go full in on this and. Um, I joined a political campaign in Minnesota. Uh, started a podcast with with the guy who was running to be the next governor of Minnesota. That podcast was him and I talking about more political things. That one grew to be one of the top uh, podcasts in the world. And then, um, and then, basically, at that point, I was kind of like, I think I'm good at this, so I'm just going to see what else I could do with this. And I had started at that point to have more realizations about the, I guess, the general way that information is passed through from from i guess from like news to the average person because i started also working for Mm -hmm. a media company in minnesota and i was like there's some things that is really wrong about the way that media works right now and um and generally it's that they're basically most media companies whether they're on the right side or the left side politically are just trying to shove an idea ideology in down people's throats basically just they're they're pushing chambers out, exactly yeah. yeah they're just pushing out these the, the same content over and over and over and over again and people are basically just it reinfer- reinforcing their their current presuppositions over and over and over again to becoming more um a lot of times more less unified, more angry, um, less able to have conversations with somebody that they, they disagree with. And I was like, this is, this is really bad, <laughs> especially for young people. Uh, we need to be able to have conversations and not be so, uh, not be so, uh, intense with our, I don't want to uh, not be so intense with our convictions in in a bad way. Like be, be, be more open with your, with how you, look at things and with what you think about things and with different ideas and philosophies and theologies. And so we should be having more conversations and learning from each other and and trying to grow um, with each other. But that was not happening in media. And so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to try to start my own media company. And so we just took the name Optive, and I made it into an LLC, Optive Network. And, um, what I am doing now is basically raising money for this, for this network, which is, which, um, if I had to boil down a boy, optive network down into kind of a sentence or two, it's basically just a platform for conversation and debate, um, mm-hmm. for, for people to be able to have conversations. And, um, some people might think like, Hey, maybe the way that the media is working, like the, maybe the reason the media is doing what they're doing right now is because it works. um, and yeah, it like does work financially, but there's also a lot of evidence for people being hungry for conversation and debate. I mean, the Joe Rogan podcast is the most right. popular podcast in the world and it's like not even close. Like he obliterates his opponents and it's that's totally conversation focused and dis- there's disagreeableness and people are, are sharing their perspectives and people are hungry for that and they love that. And so I'm, I'm trying to... F- figure out a way to build a media company that is focused around debate and conversation um, where you can disagree with somebody, but you can still love them and care for them. And yeah, it is difficult because, and that's probably why nobody has really done much of that. But I think it can be done. Uh, you just have to f- find the people with the right attitude. And and we've obviously found Annalise and it seems like you have the right attitude and it feels like you are on board with this idea of conversation. And so That's kind of the story behind this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this is um, for my listeners. I am not a techie person. I (laughs) I think all the thoughts (laughs) and I have lots of ideas and I have, I I basically just have a lot of things swirling in my brain and absolutely Mm -hmm. no technical wherewithal to execute. Mm -hmm. And so I have, the content in my mind. Um, but I don't have, I did not have an outlet to produce it, to get it out there. And Optive coming under the umbrella of Optive one, it aligns with philosophically that I want to be having conversations outside of my vacuum chamber with people I disagree with. And two, basically Optive is I can maximize content in a way that I would never be able to do on my own. Um, and so I'm just explaining that for my followers of like, Mm -hmm. why, (laughs) what is this? Because yeah, I've tried so many different things to like, Mm -hmm. like I I did have a podcast and it did well. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, in terms of like quality, Mm -hmm. very poor quality, just, I have the ideas and no execution. Mm -hmm. So anyway, all that to say coming under the umbrella of Optive is, Like it's going to allow the content to actually move forward at a steady pace and in a high quality in a way that it absolutely could not before. Um, And so with that, besides obviously we have this podcast, besides that, what are some of the other things that we're going to be doing?
1: Yeah. I, I don't know how much I should give away. I mean, I, I, I mm-hmm. guess I'll give, give a bit. Of, so basically what, what I'm doing right now behind the scenes is building out a subscription-based website. So that's the, going to be the main, um, I guess, hub for Optive Network and um, it'll just be optivenetwork.com and it'll be coming out probably in spring of 2023. And it will have, uh, the goal is to have um, several different podcast shows on there. Um, we'll have, we'll have articles every day, like written, written articles that are more conceptual, theological, philosophical, even political, but, but we're not really doing like news. We're doing more right. conceptual type, um, um, more I don't want to, yeah, more higher level uh, conceptual stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, So that's big. And then along with that, I mean, one thing that I think is incredibly important is, um, oh, I, one thing I love, I, I like documentaries. I like movies. I like things like that. Now, we're not like making any movies, but hopefully one day we could. But we're actually putting together a mini documentary series um, where Annalise is the is the main, the main character, the main person, the the the, the host, <laughs> the facilitator um, of the, <laughs> the facilitator, right. Um, right? And so each episode will be like twenty five minutes, and it'll um, all be on the the topic will be on uh, Proverbs thirty one, and I suppose that'll be all the information that I'll give you. But it's going to be really great. Um, and we're working with a production team here. I'm in Minneapolis, uh, a production team in Minneapolis that they've been doing stuff for decades and they, they've got, they, they do great work and, um, and you know, Annalise has worked hard on, on writing a lot of the scripts and things like that. And I think it's going to be really cool. And I think people are going to yeah. really like it.
0: I'm excited for yeah. for that, <laughs> but I yeah. won't give away too much. Um, yeah. so, so yeah, this is, is basically, um, the gist of it. Um, there's a few things like, um, how often I'm going to be releasing podcasts. I think we said pretty much once a week. Um, Mm -hmm. and before my previous podcast, if you listen to that was mostly me talking, I had a guest Mm -hmm. on one of them, but I'm really going to be trying to have, like we mentioned earlier, more conversations, more debate. Um, and I I just, I love that format of Mm -hmm. going back and forth because I know that when I'm in a podcast, my potential is so much more maximized when I have someone else. Mm bouncing off ideas and contradicting things. So um, it's going to be more, not necessarily debate, but conversation focused Um, and once a week. So uh, that is the plan Um, as far as Optive goes, because I'm sure there's questions is Optive is Optive associated like theologically, like what, what, what should people expect?
1: Yeah. This was, this has been, by the way, for people listening, This isn't, Optive Network isn't totally and completely established. It's something that I think we're going to, it's going to be like grown into. Like we're going to kind of figure out what it is as we continue to create content. Because most uh, media companies, when they get started, they create a a kind of a core belief, core beliefs that everybody who signs on to the company uh, has to sign on to these core beliefs. So, you know, if you're like a conservative company, you're pro life or uh you you have to be pro this or anti that and you sign on and now you subs- you are part of their uh ideological framework and that's the thing that I wanted to get away from uh with Optive and so we have created um certain core core values and core pursuits rather than core beliefs um and so we're not like a Christian media company, although there's Christian influence. Obviously, we have like Annalise is a Christian. I'm a Christian. Right. Um, our my main my podcast that we first started was a theological Christian theological podcast. But um, I want to start to fill that out more with different types of, of podcasts that um, aren't Christian. They could, you know, they could even be of other religions. Um, but the the core values and the core pursuits are are kind of based on like you're required to have somebody that you disagree with on your podcast, like once a month and Mm -hmm. you have to talk to, you have to have a conversation with them. And like, you can't like, after you're done with the, with the podcast, you can't just like go on Twitter and bash them. Uh, you kind of have to like be an example to people to say, Hey, I can sit across the table from somebody that I disagree with and we can disagree on fundamental belief systems and yet we can still love each other and we can still care for each other. And, um, those are like the fun, Those are like the core values and the core core pursuits that we're trying to, I guess, that we're trying to get. That we're trying to reach through Optive, um, and so rather than thinking of Optive Network as a as a media company that is focused on pushing a narrative, think of it as just a platform where people can say right. what they believe is true, but are more focused, uh, that but focus on the humanity of the person across the table from them that they disagree with. Uh, right. Is an example? Yeah.
0: You can't be in an echo chamber. Like that's part of being a part mm-hmm. of Optive is it will force you to step outside that. Yeah. I mean, right. like I listened once to, because the majority of podcasts I listen to, they're very, you know, I, I know what to expect. And, um, but I listened to this one where it was like a vegan and a non-vegan debating or something, but it was so friendly and it was so polite while still like getting to the heart of their disagreements. And that's what, (laughs) that's what I'm going for because, um, like just to hear it was like, oh, this is rare. You don't hear Mm -hmm. a lot of things like this. Mm Um, so so that's yeah. the pursuit. And hopefully yeah. I will be having, you know, egalitarians <laughs> on here to yeah. debate with me because I'm very complimentary and patriarchal. So, yeah. you know, or whatever. I want, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be entering, I don't want to be remaining in a vacuum chamber mm-hmm. um, yeah. of reinforcement.
1: Right. No, I mean, we even have a podcast right now that is a health and nutrition podcast called the Connected the Dots podcast with Christina Jax. And Christina Jax, she's like, Super smart nutritionist. Her company actually does all the nutrition for the Minnesota Timberwolves and for the Minnesota Wild and the San Jose Sharks. Like some, she has a very successful company. She's like a professor at some university, and um, we've been doing that one for probably I don't know six or seven months. And yet she's like within the the uh, health and nutrition culture, there could be there's tons of disagreements and oh, yeah. we, she has people on all the time that she disagrees with and people have really, really loved it so far. Um, and so that's the other part about, about Optive too, that it's not just going to be, we're not just going to do theological stuff or political stuff. Um, I mean, my goal is to go wherever people will listen. I mean, I, yeah. I like go, go to the, go to the, the topic that any, anybody will listen to and, and just try to, have intelligent conversation surrounding difficult topics. And, and I mean, that seems to be lost in the culture right now, but, um, if we could have any small impact on, on that, I think that we'd be doing a service to people. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it'll probably be a little awkward for a while. I mean, as we try to figure out exactly how this thing is going to work out, but, uh, it's never been tried before. And, um, I'm hoping that it works, I guess. So, yeah. So yes,
0: you're along for the ride.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I I think it will. I think it will because Mm -hmm. um, I've noticed like on my own page, which is where Mm -hmm. if people are listening to this, they're probably coming from that. I have noticed the impact that simply responding, like actually engaging with a disagreement has on one's platform. Mm -hmm. Um, like making it a point and a priority Mm -hmm. from the get go to not brush off things that like are immediately disagree with my viewpoint has had a profound impact on how I go about interacting with people and Mm -hmm. how my, my platform has grown. Um, Mm -hmm. so, so I'm fully on board with this. Um, and I, I'm also, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say that people also just, they don't need to be worried that like, that we're going to, you know, tell Annalise like, no, you can't talk about that. Or you should talk oh, more about yeah. this. Like the whole, the I whole point told. is like, yeah, no, like you can say whatever you want. Like I, anybody can have whatever viewpoint they want. They just have to be willing to have conversations about it. So I, I don't care. Yeah. Annalise can say whatever she wants and I'll say whatever <laughs> I want. And I'll probably say stupid stuff sometimes um, on my own podcast, but, but it's things that people disagree with, but that's, that's the whole goal is to not, is to not try to control everybody's speech but it's to try to control the environment yes. in which they give their speech. So yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Do you get easily disconnected from community and disengaged from God's mission because of distractions in life? I want to tell you about Para Paper Co, a company that, that creates beautiful greeting cards with substance from God's word to help us be the on mission and faithful friends we're created to be. Para paper cards are tools to prompt us to slow down to ask God who needs encouragement and what truths to share, and then pray over them before writing and sending snail mail. This is about more than cards. It's about engaging in the ministry of prayer and affirmation that truly strengthens others because we're pointing them to Jesus. If you stay tuned to the end, I'll be doing an unboxing so you can see what it's all about. And if you like to try, you can get 15% off your first order at parapaper.co with my code FEMININEPOD15. That's feminine pod, P-O-D, 15 for 15% off.
1: Okay, so Annalise, so one question I had for you was, I guess, now thinking about this new podcast platform and like the way that you're going to format your podcast and you talked about having different guests on, do you know uh, of any of the guests that you're going to have on or do you have any ideas of, of people you want to have on or topics that you want to um, talk about? Yeah.
0: So as far as guests go, I don't have a list right now. I do have like, I reached out to a friend, uh, his name's Will Spencer. I was on his podcast and that was a very Mm -hmm. successful podcast. Um, so I reached out to him and he said he would be happy to come on here. Um, and he, he talks about like kind of the male version of my page and masculinity and gender Mm -hmm. dynamics and things like that. Um, so I'm really looking forward to having him on here. Um, as far as topics go, something I'm, just really excited about is we kind of mentioned this earlier, but doing more conceptual and bigger Mm -hmm. picture, um, kind of discussions. And so Mm -hmm. for instance, like maybe doing a book review, um, or, you know, kind of like resurrecting old books that, just aren't in the public consciousness or like old theologians or authors or whatever. And, you know, here's why we should be reading this person. I love that kind of stuff. And I, and I have noticed, Mm. I I do think there's a market for that. So doing higher conceptual type of things. um, And I think I could get some guests that would just have incredibly insightful things. And I would just kind of be here to listen while they talk. Um, So So I would say that, but also I'm going to be continuing with my normal content. It's not like I'm going to be taking, like, I'm not Mm -hmm. here to completely disrupt what I've been doing. I'm still going to be talking about femininity and marriage and, um, homemaking and, and anything that falls under my typical genre. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think it's going to be maximized by being able to have actual conversations about it, Mm -hmm. um, as well as the more theological conceptual kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And hopefully this will like. I mean, hopefully this will, will broaden your network as well. Cause I know like uh, the pastor that I have on our podcast, he's like, I don't know, 47 or something like that. He went to seminary, he's got a huge theological network. And, and so those people, you know, you can connect with too, um, which is a great, one of the benefits to being a part of a network and, and being a part of something bigger. So yeah. I'm excited to hear about those because I, I even think like a lot of people generally just hear about your takes on biblical femininity. And um, I know that you have uh, other opinions about different and things. I, and, so. I,
0: and I do share, I don't just share about like, submit to your husband. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. the, I branch yeah. out, but 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 yeah. that's, posts can only go so far. And so I love podcasting yeah. because it gives you an opportunity to flesh it out and to hear a tone mm-hmm. of voice and Um, to, to just to hear the softness behind what is more harsh in some of my posts. Um, and, and, and also it's just a different, people are expecting different things on different platforms and on Instagram, Mm -hmm. they want something brief and concise. Mm -hmm. And on a podcast, people just aren't going to be interested in a post where I'm like, here's a book that you should read from 1274, (laughs) but on a podcast, people are in that learning engaged mode. And so I want to run with that and capitalize on that. And yeah. I guess the word that comes to mind, yeah, is like making it a learning experience mm-hmm. because that's the kind of podcast I like to listen to. Like I want to mm-hmm. come away and think, okay, I learned something new today or mm-hmm. the way I think was challenged. And now I've, I've got something to, to ponder and to, oh yeah to sit with. So yeah. that's what I'm going for.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's importance in, especially for young people coming at different topics with humility. Like, I think that that's one of the fundamental uh, uh, problems with the modern younger generations is that, and, and like, including myself, like I'd I have, I have a really difficult time not looking at a certain topic and Um, either throwing it out with how I feel about it or Mm. totally subscribing to it immediately. It's, it's very difficult because that's the culture that we live in. You know, people will, I mean, there's stories that I knew people, um, in the college years that, you know, read, read a book about Calvinism and then they were like, there they were like figured out what tulip was and they were like I'm totally calvinist like I'm 100% calvinist <laughs> right. and then like 3 weeks later they were like I'm arminian because they had heard the other and so it was, and, but they were so bought in to each idea without doing any research on it you know like it mm-hmm. took john calvin his entire life to develop his that theology it's not yeah. just tulip it's much more and to say i subscribe to x is well it, it probably says more about how much you don't understand that it does about how much you do understand. I think young people should have a learning attitude. And, um, I try to, I probably do a bad job at it, but I, I try to have a learning attitude. <laughs> I mean, and- I am
0: fine with labels and I can yeah. talk about that. I have mm-hmm. <laughs> thoughts on yeah. labels. They're good. But, um, but yeah, we want to attach ourselves very quickly to things. Cause there's like a sense of identity and belonging and purpose when you can attach yeah. something to you. Um, yeah. but <laughs> Yeah, that's not not
1: necessarily, necessarily. healthy all the time yeah. there was a thing that nick uh, pastor nick said from from uh, my podcast one time that if you have lower than like 110 iq or something like that you can't think outside of ideologies and so part of the reason as to why people subscribe to these ideas without totally doing a bunch of research on it is, is I think part of it is because so, some people can't exist outside of ideologies, which is just an interesting thing that I thought of when you just said mm-hmm. that. Um, not that it, yeah, not that there's anything, there's not a, and also like there's not, there's not anything totally wrong with that. Like you're saying, you, you, everybody's has certain ideologies. They have certain belief systems that they hold to. If, if they don't, then it's hard to exist. And to talk. Yeah. 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 You have yeah. to
0: exist with some level of that. I don't yeah. know what my IQ is now that. I,
1: I, yeah, I, I, don't I don't know. I don't want to take a test. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. I, I I don't I I don't know what mine is either. I, I and I I've taken a couple of tests, but they're like the the like really crappy internet tests, and it's like right, right. you get like super high. And they're like you're like Albert Einstein, you're a genius. Or that get, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. like I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I have. But, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but that, that is interesting. And yeah. I think that it's learning to hold your, your, I think maturing, especially in the Christian faith is, is learning to hold your, your ideas and your theologies intention with the, the, the fact that there's a lot that is With the knowledge of your finiteness. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Well, while holding the essentials very firmly, which I will do. I'm not like, mm-hmm. I don't want this to sound like. I'm embarking on a deconstruction journey of questioning (laughs) everything. That is not what's going on. Um, I want, I mean, I want to, I want to persuade people. I want to convince people of Mm -hmm. what I believe to be right. And you should want to convince people and persuade people of what you believe to be right. But you should do it in a manner that you should do it with integrity and you should do it with honesty and you should do it with reason and logic. That's the goal. Yeah. So um, this is not like, let's just go sail through doubts Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uncertainties. Like that's, that's not.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I, that's not my intention. It might be coming off like that, but that's definitely not my, not what I want for Optive Network to be at all. But um, yeah, 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 no, that makes sense. Yeah. I think this is going to be really fun. Um, and, And for people who are like, this is interesting. I don't know how I feel about it give it like a month give it a couple month and a half two months listen to every podcast um send on at least your feedback i'm sure you yeah. i mean you look at your dms and everything so
0: i read yeah. all my dms so yeah. um and i respond to all of them unless i have like a very very good reason why i should simply ignore it so yeah. um send me your dms be critical i will absolutely receive it i have <laughs> zero problem with someone coming and saying i didn't like this and i'll say okay let's talk about it so yeah, please. Sweet. All right. Well, thank you, Andy, for coming on. And where can people find you and where can they find Optive Network and to where is Optive Network?
1: Yeah, the The main place that they can find me is on the Optive Theology podcast. That's OPTIV, obviously, but Optive Theology podcast, um, where we talk about different theological and cultural questions. Um, and, and you can go there, you can subscribe, follow, and listen to our podcast. And then if you want to just find me, you can go to my Twitter, Andy Schmidt 99 <laughs> at Andy Schmidt 99. Um, I'll occasionally tweet things politically, not generally, not Christian. And, uh, sometimes about like how much I don't like LeBron James. So, uh, of <laughs> all things that I, 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 I bet your, your audience is super into, um, and then hey, for Optive Network, you can you can follow Optive Network at at Optive Network on Instagram, at Optive Network on Twitter, um, and then you're gonna want to go and subscribe to the YouTube channel because that's where all of these podcasts will. You'll be able to see the visual podcasts um, on Optive yes. Network uh, YouTube, which will be great uh, and then Optive Network on Facebook. If you use Facebook, I don't know if anybody uses Facebook, but we're there too. Um, And all of these links will be in the description of this podcast, but those are all the places that you can find us.
0: All right. Well, thank you. And that's the first episode of uh, Feminine Not Feminist. And next week we'll be getting into more of the meat and the substance, but we did want to record something just to let you guys know what's going on. So um, until then...